Welcome to I Like the Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like the Way You Work It, with your host, Jeff Welch. Hello and welcome to I Like the Way You Work It. I am Jeff Welch, and today I am sharing a conversation with Angie Talent, who owns Summers and Associates Realtors. And Angie is is a pretty cool lady, and I have had the great pleasure of getting to know her a little bit in recent years. And in fact, she helped my wife and I sell our house and buy a new house last year. And so sitting down with her was a real treat, and we got to talk about things like her unnatural obsession with Christmas, how she got started in the real estate industry, what she loves most about her work, and how she copes with the seemingly always-on nature of the real estate industry. She had a lot to say about sharing knowledge and taking care of people, and I think you're just going to really love hearing what she had to say about how she works it. So here's Angie, everybody. So what I want to know is, is your appearance on this podcast going to make the sign out in front of your building? I'm probably most It'll likely. It'll be like, Angie, podcast celebrity. <laughs> I'll have to tell my staff. Do you see how <laughs> put it up congratulatory there. that was? <laughs> good like, job. By being on this show, you're uh, you're now a podcast celebrity. That This is just that <laughs> well, good. Do you know the reader board actually has its own Facebook profile? It is I did a not. public. It's a public figure. That's amazing. Yeah, it has some followers. There's people. I, when, I didn't know where I would be following. Well, when it, every once in a while we'll have some mechanical issues or maintenance issues, mm-hmm. and it'll go down, and I will get phone calls oh, about like where, where's, what's wrong? Yeah, it's Why like our it? little M M&M and M dispenser out there. Yeah, chocolate hugs. Yeah, people are. They love if, them. If they're gone, they're like, "Why did I come in here? Yeah, <laughs> why have I wasted my life?" <laughs> okay, so people are like, they're on it. They know yeah. if that reader board is down. That... Well, especially the people of Gaffney, even though the other real yeah. estate companies, because everybody that works down that road, I mean, they want to yeah. see it every time. So I. I it, a highlight of my life has been being featured on that board. <laughs> featured is probably the wrong word, but when I got the, I, I think I was in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and I got sent a picture of my name on the board. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> this is an amazing moment." So thanks for that. Hey, you're thanks welcome. for having it. Thanks for sharing it with the world. You know, it was. It's actually pretty eye-opening because when I when I got it, it took me a few months to realize. Um, it was the end of 2016, and that was when, like, every celebrity was dying. Yeah. And I was really concerned for Betty White. Yes, we all were. Yes. And so I put up on the board, save Betty White from 2016, and then I realized I can put up anything, anything I want. Anything you want. On this board. Anything, That's literally. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and here we are. Judiciously. And here we are. <laughs> and then I was on the board, and then it all went downhill. No. Um what is your fascination with Christmas? Like, I, I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite. Um, but I like Christmas at Christmas. You seem to be, <laughs> hey, there was a leaf that just turned yellow. It's, it's Christmas. August 13, time for Christmas. First, I, I think I should preface this. I preface this that I, I've trained all my children the first time they see a snowflake to say Merry Christmas to everyone they see. It is, it is what we do. Okay. I just really love, love, love that feeling of giving and that just um, 
you know, the entire world comes together sure. just to make sure that children believe in magic. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I just love that feeling and I love, I love what it also is about, but that just everything, okay. all the yeah, feelings yeah. of all the, all of Christmas, it just, you should be like that all year long. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I won't argue with that point. That seems pretty good. Hard to argue that. <laughs> I just like I I keep it Thanksgiving to New Year's. That's that's my window. But part of it is because I do enjoy it so much and the the smaller it is, the more exciting it is for me. Right. And so Melinda out here in the shop June, she's like, let's sing some Christmas songs. She's all about that I love that her. Life. We should meet. Uh, you should. I, I'll make sure you do. Um, and I'm like, oh, no, we can't. Like, I, I won't listen to them. I've got, every once in a while, I'll just, like, accidentally shuffle my entire music catalog, and Christmas songs will come on. I'm like, no, next, next. <laughs> it's not time for that. But well, I, I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. And a lot of my friends also know that I start buying Christmas presents in June. Yeah. Um, I don't like to drop a lot of money all at once. I like to spread, spread it, it out. out. That makes I keep a list good. going all year long of things that people mention to me that they, they love, mm-hmm. and I write them down, and then I surprise them with it at Christmas, and they're like, oh. So everybody thinks I'm a great gift giver, but it's N- not that. It's just that no, I I write it, it down. Okay, okay. So let's argue real quick. Let's, <laughs> let's um, do it. I, so that has a ton of parallels with just regular work productivity as well. The ability to capture something now that you may need later mm-hmm. that you can reference. Like, I I think what you're saying is you're cheating, right? <laughs> I'm I'm writing it down now and then I give it to them later, and but that's just being brilliant. Well, it's and thoughtful and, and recognizing yes. like that's something that they're like, oh, I wish I had this. And then I I'm just remember it this for a moment when it will be special. That's yeah. that's amazing. Husbands, wives, you could do this for each other. <laughs> Friends, lovers. I don't know. <laughs> that's a, it's a great thing. I, I love that. I love that. So maybe we should talk about work for a few minutes. I would love to. So tell me about how you got started. You, you just kind of have a cool story. I mean, you didn't. Uh, just show up and get something handed to you, did you? I did. I did not. No, I was um, uh, married at a young age when I was seventeen. I was still in high school. had a had a baby and started my life. We moved to Arizona. My husband was in the Air Force, and um, a couple years down there, I actually got an opportunity to work at a uh, corporate office doing accounting um, in a kind of backwards way they didn't want to pay for an actual office manager mm-hmm, so they paid mm-hmm. for a receptionist classic they got me as a temp and I taught it to myself backwards and um and with the help of the corporate offices and they ended up buying out my contract as a temp when I was 18 and um so, and, and then I stayed there until I left and my husband was actually stationed back up at Ielson which uh-huh. was great because I was from here and that's where we, we I wanted to be back with my family and his family yeah. and um, so when I got back I applied for a job as an office manager at Summers and Associates mm-hmm. and, familiar I've, yeah. I've heard of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I was offered the job and um, at that point I was 20 years old mm-hmm. and so um I started working for them and and it was I don't think they knew how old I was when they offered me the job. Like you think they thought you were older than you were? Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with the experience that I had. Yeah. Um cuz it that was just an odd thing mm-hmm. that just happened, but um so after about a year or so of um you know, being the office manager, I was watching everybody in the office. We had some really powerful agents of that time in the office and um I would watch them argue in the hallways over deals and mm-hmm. just, it really just 
caught my attention and yeah. I wanted to know more. So I went and decided to take my class. I did not tell anybody I was doing it. And looking now, back you, at your this, classes like, um, to become an agent or what my, does this mean? Yeah, my real estate okay. uh, license course. Okay. Gotcha. At the time, I didn't tell anyone, which looking back, <laughs> was not probably the best okay, move. Okay. However, it worked out well, yeah. but you know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It worked out. <laughs> Uh, so I went and took it and then I came back and I, uh, was talking to Dave and said, I think I want to, you know, get my license and pursue being an agent. And he sat and he's like, well, Angie, you know, there's a course you have to take and started going through <laughs> everything with me. And I said, I researched everything. I've already taken the course. I just have to take my state exam. Yeah. And he said, what? Huh? Um, <laughs> just like that. No. <laughs> and, uh, he said, why don't you come and be my assistant? And so, um, at the time, Dave was heavily involved with the National Association, with the State Association, and with the local association. And um, and so having somebody back here to kind of handle the business mm -hmm. was great. And since I had set up a lot of the systems of Summers and Associates when I was the office manager, yeah. I continued doing that and I kept moving forward. I actually step back in the office manager role several times until we found a, a good permanent solution. And so fast forward 11 years of me being Dave's assistant. Well, after about year three, I was like, I, I love this with all my heart. Like, this is what I'm going to do with mm -hmm. the rest of my life. This is my career now. And so then I started telling Dave, I'm going to buy this business from you one day. Okay. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I talked about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fast forward 11 years of me being his assistant and, um, and he walks in my office one day and says, Angie, do you still want to buy this business? And it was March 15th of 2011. I'll never forget. And I said, yeah. And I owned it by May 1st. So like in that moment, are you just like, yeah, of course I do. Or does it kind of get like, oh man, I've, I've wanted this all this time, but now that it's real, this is scary. Um, it wasn't so much scary because yeah. I knew every facet of how that sure, business was sure. put together. Not, and, and I feel like I was already, I mean, there's, there's always things to learn in real estate. Yeah. It's always forever changing, but I was very stable there, mm -hmm. but I also had a salary mm -hmm. that was coming in and having, that was when I got a little scared because a lot of people make that leap of faith and I was making it while I was about to own a company and I, yeah. I had went straight to having commission. There was no money for my family unless I was going to make it. Yeah. So that was my scary part. I will, I'll be honest about after about year five till I owned it, I had a notebook that I kept of all the things like ideas I would have or things yeah. that I would learn um, through other education and just wanting to implement or like look more into. So I was really excited. You had been grooming yourself for this for quite a while. <laughs> well, I feel like he was too, to sure, some degree. Sure. Everybody should have an exit strategy. Oh yeah. I think and when I you was own Dave's. a business, you, you are like looking, you're sort of like, hmm, who could be doing this when I'm done doing this? Yep. Fascinating. So, yeah. And now Dave works for me. And so I've owned it now for seven plus years. And, and is that uh, all like, I, yeah, that's a long time. I don't, I don't mean to make light of that, but it seems like forever also to me. So yeah, yeah. it's, um, well, I was a, still an assistant longer than I've ever yeah. been a business owner, yeah. but it, it seems like it's gone by really quickly sure. and um, we've had a lot of massive growth yeah. um, and it's, I'm humbled by that and I'm excited by it too, um, that we've been able to do that in such a short period of time. Yeah. yeah. So no one goes from, even though you seem infinitely prepared, uh, <laughs> from not owning a business to owning a business without there being some 
foibles and pitfalls along the way. I mean, what have you learned from some of the challenges of running your own business? Um, I've, I've learned quite a bit. I'm trying to think of one specific instance, <laughs> um, but I have learned quite a bit. Um, it's people tell me that the way in which I treat my employees is very different than any other mm-hmm. um, company that people have worked for me for yeah. or worked at before because I was staff and I was that person yeah. for so long. I have a very different outlook on, on that. Not that Dave and Judy weren't great to me. I yeah. obviously wouldn't have stayed with them for 11 years. Sure. Um, but the way in which just I kind of um, handle that situation is a little different. And um, so I, I've had to learn quite a bit. Sometimes I, I have a tendency to get a little too close. I mm-hmm. do take everything um, very personal. And I, and cause I, it is, it is my dream and it's everything I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I try to take care of it just like I would anything else. Sure. Well, I mean, th- there's, uh, there's no denying that you love this. I mean, like, it's a very obvious that you love this. And so I mean, like, this seems like a terrible question, but like, what do you love most? Like, it seems like just the whole thing, but like, what, what's something that w- when you think about, man, I get to do this every day. First time home buyers, like when it boils mm-hmm. down to it, the people that need 20 grants and it'll take them six months to close, but the people that in no way, shape or form if without all the stars aligning correctly, mm-hmm. could they realize what the American dream is? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, um, I even have goosebumps, goosebumps. right now. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that, those are the people because they, they, they don't think it'll ever happen. And to mm-hmm. them, it is their dream come true. Yeah. And that I get to be a part of that and they get to, they'll remember me for the rest of their life. Um, yeah. Just, just makes my heart happy. That's that's a good one. Thanks. Not everyone has that one. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> um, I mean, you you helped um, Nicole and I buy our house and sell our old house, and yeah, um, yeah, you're you're kind of part of the family at some level. You that was a very uh, those are very personal life major life events that you get to be a, a part of for a lot of different people. Yeah, I do, and I do love that. I love being meeting people and getting to help my friends and my family. Mm-hmm kind of navigate that whole situation because it's um it's a it's a it's a opportunity to have some education on to what's going on a lot of people don't understand the amount of work that we actually do on the backside too you know yeah and so but just kind of understanding the more you're educated the better you're going to feel about what's going on yeah and um instead of just coming in there and letting somebody else take care of all of it for you um I feel like that's a good opportunity for me to work with people so they just have a better knowledge of of the whole process. So you've mentioned expansion and growth. You've mentioned education. I know in this context you're talking about the education of the home buyer. Um, But tell me about, about summer school. Oh, summer school. Like, so you've expanded outside of Fairbanks. First off, you have offices elsewhere in Alaska. I do in Eagle River and okay. they service Wasilla, Eagle River and Anchorage. Nice. So it's been um, a very nice referral basis too, between the two different areas. Cause we're two different MLSs. So we do, n- uh-huh. we do not yeah. share the same information. Yeah. Um, and I looked, I always look at Summers and Associates as a brokerage of like, what can I do to make it the brokerage that nobody wants to leave? Mm-hmm. And um, and if somebody leaves, they're going to open up their own brokerage. Yeah. And I take that as a hoorah because they yeah. I made it look easy. <laughs> <laughs> 
hopefully that's what, (laughs) you know, um, but I always look at it. I want to give value back to my agents and my licensees. Mm -hmm. And so we're the only company actually in, um, Fairbanks that has an in-house trainer Mm -hmm. that is licensed with the state of Alaska that can give real estate education. Mm -hmm. And so what we did with summer school is um, we do, we have continuing education that we have to do. All licensees of the state of Alaska have to do every two years to keep our license. And I, summer school is um, also, I just love the name of it. It's It's super clever. And and I I hope people are are getting it. Like when it's not (laughs) written down, maybe people think we're actually talking about summer school, like between (laughs) the spring and the fall but we're talking about the name of your business. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, so then we, I hold it um, in Maui at the Grand Wailea Hotel. See, that's the way to do it. Well. I would have I done so much better in school if they had said, it's in Maui. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I opened it up to the entire state of Alaska because having an in-house trainer, mm-hmm. um, April provides courses to all my licensees, um, the CE education if they're not able to get it elsewhere and we give out education to our licensees but this was the opportunity for the whole state to be able to actually travel um, have a write-off but get the education <laughs> and a really great locale yeah so um, and actually so last year was our first year and this year we're we're going back again and we've already got the dates booked for next year but this year we're actually I have a couple other friends that are teachers in the state so just to kind of mix it up a little mm-hmm. bit um, we're bringing in other instructors and um, we also have Kelly Ward from Robinson Award. She's coming. Sure. She's going to do some accounting classes and kind of what the tax deductions mean to us is, uh, yeah. you know, independent contractors that are strictly 1099 income. And mm-hmm. she know. doesn't know it yet, but I'm, I'm going to get her on here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. She'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so why, why is that important to you? I mean, you don't have to, I mean, you have to do continued education, but you don't have to be the hub for it. I, so why? I um, I just feel like for so long um, when I was Dave's assistant, mm-hmm. um, I, I worked my fingers to the bone and I still do now, but kind of in different ways. Mm-hmm. But real estate has always been something that fed my family and took care of my daughters and my husband and myself when sometimes that's all it was. And um, I feel like I'm in a position now where I could give back to my industry mm-hmm. and that I, I should be. And, um, and I do. And so this was one way that I could offer, you know, I could have just offered it only to my brokerage, mm-hmm. but that I feel to be selfish when everybody could benefit from yeah. it and anybody that wants to come. And so every year the class gets a little bigger and, and, um, I'm, I'm just lucky that it works and, and we get to have that time together too. That's cool. Yeah. How much time do you spend in your car every day? <laughs> I, hours. Sometimes it's even mm-hmm. worse. Sometimes I'll just, my clients will leave a showing and I'll just sit in the car in the driveway still, yeah. you know, texting and, and or responding to emails or doing whatever I need to do. I'm, um, everybody always says, oh, you're so super busy. And it's, I am busy, but I'm never too busy for anybody that needs my help. Mm-hmm. And I, I do really enjoy helping people. And so um, it's it's just pull of different directions. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like I'm pretty efficient with managing 
responses and communication and things like that or mm-hmm. making sure somebody is taken care yeah. of even if it's not me personally doing it yeah. um, so a lot of my time in my car is quiet time where I I'm not distracted by other people unless they're literally coming in my car to get me which has happened mm-hmm. um, but I'll just sit there and <laughs> just kind of get some stuff pumped out real yeah. fast so that's a roundabout answer well but no but but and, and I mean it wasn't a I mean, I don't really want to know the 45 number, minutes. But yes, <laughs> 16 and a half. Uh, how, how has, I, I would imagine, uh, you know, the the advent of the smartphone and internet everywhere you go, I would imagine that's changed the way that you're able to work significantly. Absolutely. I, I remember walking into Summers and Associates for my first day of work and they still had a fax machine that had the film roll yep. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the MLS database was not on the internet because the internet was a relatively new thing. That yeah. was a program that you uploaded and oh downloaded um, wow. all day long. Yeah, it was crazy. And um, it, was a, it was within three years because I came right at the end of the book. It used mm-hmm. to be a book and that's how you had it. Holy cow. People would walk over. The contracts were three pages long, triple carbon copy, mm-hmm. legal size. Mm-hmm. And... Um, when you got an offer, it was an agent was coming to the office and they're handing it to you and they're sitting you down and they're going over the merits of the offer or why yeah. the whys and um, people are just starting to get into faxing. And so it was, <laughs> it was just like a, it, I've watched it evolve. Yeah. super crazy to the point where you, there's literally an app for everything. Yeah. You're signing documents and electronically. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I've sold houses to people I've never even met and mm-hmm. in, in the flesh yeah. um, they were in Korea and they're coming here to buy a house and so you know I I always FaceTime with them and they get mm-hmm. to see videos of the house and all of that but yeah. it's interesting it's also nerve-wracking when you do that because sure. they when they finally get here two months after they close and you bring them over to their house oh, for wow. the first yeah. time you're like ah, hopefully do you they like, like it, like it. <laughs> But I've watched, I mean, it's it's amazing where we've come and really in just such a short time, yeah. too. How do you cope with the the always-on nature of the work? Or like, how, how, how are boundaries for you in terms of... Um, well, you should always have a very healthy work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And um, when I have the ability to go home, I, I go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, But there are times when I don't. If I'm showing a house and somebody's like, let's write it up right now. Yeah. You know, or if, if the clock's against you because other people are too, mm-hmm. you have to do what's best for them. And so sometimes um, it's not always balanced. Yeah. But I feel like annual, if I looked at my whole like one yeah. year in my life, I feel like it's pretty balanced. Mm-hmm. It's just there's times that are a lot busier than others. And, um, and so that's just kind of a lifestyle choice that yeah. just it just works for you in yeah. terms of um, some people want to know at five o'clock I leave. No matter what's happening in the in in the workplace, I yep. go home, and my phone uh, is off. Yeah. Yep. But and there are agents that are like yeah. that. They do not work. They don't work on the weekends, and yeah. that that is their choice, and sure. they totally respect them yeah. for that. I just choose to be available to my clients when they're going to have a meltdown that they I can help them yeah. through it, or if they're really excited um, and they're waiting for an answer on their offer, you know, like I'm not going to make them wait until Monday yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I know. That. I mean, certainly when we were going through that process, um, I, I felt like we were super needy. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and I'm not going to ask you this question, but I can only imagine the stories you would have about some remarkable experiences as a real estate agent. But 
I want to keep this positive, and I know that you are a very positive person, so I'm not I'm not looking for. I will tell you, I was yeah. literally just having a conversation with a couple agents where we were talking about like just we should start writing down all the things that have happened to us yeah. or I've experienced even like my life as a property manager too because I I managed all of Dave's stuff when I was his assistant. Yeah. And so um, some of those stories, like just to put them all together, and maybe one oh, day yeah. we could just make a book. But yeah. I'm sure we're not the first real estate agents in the world to ever thought of this idea. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, Dateline's going to be a sitcom someday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someday, <laughs> when I've got enough separation for it, we're going to have, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, you, I mean, you mentioned this, but you do seem like the kind of person who is like constantly in motion and constantly uh, giving, uh, like not just uh, gifts like we talked about at the beginning, but I mean, you're just a very generous person with your, with your time. And, you know, I know that you were involved in a lot of, you talked about Dave being involved in national and state and all, all the, you're involved in lots of those things too. And you certainly are the kind of person who is, uh, when you can, uh, incredibly generous. Um, how how are do you reconcile taking care of yourself so that you have something to give to somebody else? Is that a struggle? Is it just natural? No, I I, I do schedule time for myself. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I was I was gonna walk in here with um, my pedicure flip flops on, but I was like, no, no, yeah. I gotta switch my feet because that's I was with my daughter getting a pedicure mm-hmm. before I came over here, and I it's important for me to have time with her too. Yeah, so sure. you know that's <laughs> they weren't quite dry yet, so I you know no well, girl I mean, wants I, to ruin I, their pedicure. I just hope you know this is a safe place <laughs> for pedicure flip flops. <laughs> Um, but so it's like times like that, just balancing and, and being like, nope, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to take care of myself. And I'll be honest, that took some time for me to learn Mm -hmm. because that wasn't naturally inherited me when I first became the owner of Summers. To me, it was like work, work, work. I need to get this going. Um, and, and that once everything started kind of evening out and the dust settled and, um, I had more agents coming in, it it became easier for me. I got an assistant. Um, it became easier for me to make some time for myself too. Yeah. So, um, do you, what has surprised you about moving? I mean, I, I feel like some of these questions you, you were too well prepared, uh, spending five years writing in a notebook, but has anything surprised you about the transition away from I mean, you you sell real estate. It's not like you don't do that, but you also are running an enterprise, and so that means that you can't be selling all the time because you have to still focus on run the, business. the enterprise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, has has there been any surprises along the way in terms of what that requires of you? I mean, there's been uh, a struggle with that work life balance, mm-hmm. um, especially in the beginning. I remember when I first took summers over I actually took over all the bookkeeping my old job because Mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of get a handle on where I was at I take it really um personally the responsibility of having employees and knowing Mm -hmm. that you have to be able to pay them and that you know and 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 take care of them so knowing kind of where I was at to move forward but I you know I I research a lot of things and I look into a lot of things I you know I'm not inherently just this great business person Mm -hmm. and I'm probably still not, but the things I've learned have been through other people or just kind of the way in which I generally live my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, but I mean, there's definitely been surprises along the way of like, Oh, I wish I would have done that better. Like, I wish I would have got a reader board. Like, First thing, 
<laughs> Way before 2016. <laughs> what were you thinking? I know. A whole six years slipped by. I know. <laughs> Do you have any advice for people who are starting out, either in the real estate industry or just in, in work in general? Um Anything that maybe you've learned along the way that you can pass on to the younger, younger folks? I definitely um, believe that you get out of something what you put into it. And mm-hmm. every new licensee that starts in, in my office is something that I talk to them about. Because being in charge of your own time and um, is a, a huge responsibility mm-hmm. as well and can be easily... Um, not everybody's great at it, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. And so making sure that you're, you know... you what you're putting in is what you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so plugging away and working hard till you get to that place where things start to even out, um, is, is good to do. I'm, I'm, my philosophy has been that I want to work as hard as I can while I'm younger. So that way I can enjoy the fruits of my labor later on in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want to miss out on yeah. my life yeah. at the same time. So, yeah. you know, that I feel is, um, probably the best advice I could give. Don't miss out on it, but work hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there there's a, a reasonable balance between the two of of uh, having the hustle, but realizing that you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Yep. And <laughs> and always yeah. be prepared for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just the truth. Um, have you ever had a situation where you could just tell someone wasn't cut out for it, either the time management or whatever, but where you had to kind of coach them through... I'm not sure if this is the best fit for you. Absolutely. And those are hard conversations to have. And hopefully those people looking back aren't, you know, it's not always easy to hear, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so looking back on it later on in their life, they might be like, I'm glad that that happened Mm -hmm. because now I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because it's a, it's a, what we do I mean, you have about five minutes for somebody to learn to trust you and sure. um, did the basis of foundation of that relationship, whether you're on the phone or you're face to face with them. And it's a hard thing to get through. And sometimes people's own personalities can get in the way of that. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's just not cut out for everybody. Not everyone is definitely a, um, a people person in that kind of regard yeah. and and or different factors in which um, we do business. And so. I I would hope that they would be grateful for that. And sure. most people are grateful for the opportunity. And sometimes they go to other brokerages and sometimes they just completely are out of the business altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's hard because if this was their dream or something they always wanted to do, you don't want to be that person yeah. and take it away from them. And yet it's it's kind of a kindness uh, in terms of like if if you really have the chops to recognize what those core elements are, and this person just doesn't have them mm-hmm. to be able to say, maybe something else is best for you. So on on the other side, how cool is it when you see someone come along who's like, they've just got it. Kicks butt. They get it. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, I love actually watching that, especially with my employees and like the assistants and the newer agents in the office. Because there's a point in time where you just kind of click mm-hmm. and you go, oh, mm-hmm. all those things. Like, because there's all, so many moving parts yeah. to the whole thing. And when they kind of see why it is all the way that it is and it clicks for them, I just I do enjoy that and being like, okay, now you get it. And watching them prosper and do great and um do all the things that they set out to do and smash their goals. Yeah. It makes it makes me happy that I could be a part of that. That's cool. 
So how do people find out more about what you do? And if they want your help with something, where do they go? They go to Summers and Associates. <laughs> okay. That's great. Well, how, how can we get them? Is it a website? Is it a phone number? So, or like, what do you want them um, to do? Uh, well, if they want me specifically. Oh, yes. Then I love it. They call 456-SOLD. Mm-hmm. Um, Clever. And, and at, thanks. And uh, that was Dave's. I bought that. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, they ask for me, and I'm more than happy to talk to anybody. If they're looking for a really great agent, I happen to have a brokerage full of them. So they can go to www.mysummers.net okay. and, um, and, and reach is, out to one of the agents there. That is S-O-M-E-R-S? It is. Okay, mysummers.net. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Thank you for being here, Angie. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to The Spark, our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work. All the details are at datelinedigital.com forward slash spark.